Welcome to Peace Prof. Each episode, I share small-scale strategies and resources that can be practically applied to a broader pursuit of peace and reduce conflict within our lives, improving our spiritual, emotional, and relationship experiences. I'm Esther DeWitt, a college professor and author with a practice in organizational psychology. The pursuit of peace is my profession and my passion. Four keys for effective listening. People need to be heard. There is a strong desire in all of us to know that others are listening to us, really listening. It is vital for true, productive communication. Most of us, though, at least occasionally, fail to really listen during a conversation. Sometimes we get stuck on something said early on and fail to listen to the rest. We may be trying to think of what we are going to say next, or how we should respond, or we move on to problem solving or simply check out and get distracted. This can lead to frustration, conflict, relationship breakdown, and lack of communication. So how do we listen and show the other person that we are really listening? By utilizing these four strategies, you can improve your listening skills in a way that significantly improves communication. First, acknowledge key information. Second, ask clarifying questions. Third, acknowledge feelings and impacts of feelings. And fourth, acknowledge information that's new to you. Let me take a minute and unpack these four important strategies. First, acknowledging key information. This is often done through paraphrasing and summarizing what the other person has said. Be intentional about letting the person know that you heard them. As the other person is talking, pay attention so that you can restate the key information back to them to make sure that you understood what they were trying to communicate. This is especially helpful when it seems like the other person keeps going in circles, repeating the same point over and over again. That is an indicator that they don't think that they have been heard. Paraphrasing or summarizing back the key elements of what they have said confirms to them that you have been listening. As a mediator, I often ask my clients to listen to the other party and then briefly paraphrase, without agreeing or disagreeing, what they heard. I then ask the person who is speaking if that is the information they wanted the other person to hear. It ensures that each person knows that they have been heard. It is foundational for effective communication to know that you have been heard. Effective communication takes effort and requires understanding. In order to gain that understanding, ask clarifying questions. This is the second important strategy. Clarifying questions are the how, what, when, and where details. For example, if we had decided to move, when do you think would be a good time? Would you like to expand the business? What would that look like? Be careful of why questions. They often come off as more challenging than an indication that you are listening for understanding. Why did you do that? Puts people on the defensive. Instead, try clarifying questions that bring out more information so you are sure to have a complete picture. In nearly every important conversation, there are emotions present. Our third key strategy, acknowledging emotions, lets the other person know that their feelings matter to you and that you are making an effort to understand them. It also communicates that what they have said has made an impression on you. For example, it sounds to me like this situation is frustrating for you, or it sounds like you are excited about this potential opportunity. It sounds like this is important to you. These statements are validating. Even when the emotions were already known to you, it is still useful to acknowledge them. For example, I've thought for a while that you were feeling frustrated with this policy, but I appreciate your honesty in sharing it with me. If you can tell there are strong emotions, but you can't identify them, it's okay to ask clarifying questions regarding feelings too. It demonstrates the effort you are making to listen for understanding. I can tell you have strong emotions on this subject. Can you help me understand them a little better? 
shows the value you are placing on their perspective. In some cases, you might feel uncomfortable exploring feelings with the other person, especially if the relationship is business-based. You can usually accomplish the same goal by acknowledging how a situation or event has impacted the other person. For example, it sounds like this has been inconvenient for you, or it seems like this delay impacted your schedule. The odds are, if you are really listening during an important conversation, you will learn some new information. This is our fourth key strategy, acknowledging new information. Tell the other person what new information you have learned in the conversation. If that information changes something for you, tell them that too. Many times our objective in a conversation is to find a solution to a problem. Don't jump to that stage too quickly. Take the time to paraphrase, ask clarifying questions and acknowledge the feelings of the other person and let the other person know what information is new to you. As you are demonstrating that you are listening for understanding, you are more likely to have effective communication. Thank you for joining me for this discussion on peace. As an organizational psychology practitioner specializing in leadership, conflict, and emotional management issues, I am passionate about the skills related to the pursuit of peace. I am blessed to be able to share them here with you. This episode was written by me, Esther DeWitt. We invite you to follow Peace Prof, the podcast, and to follow Peace Prof on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We also have a website, peaceprof.com, with archives of past episodes and a collection of other resources. If you enjoyed this episode, the best way you can support us is to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts.